Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am Kirsty And I'm Amy. And today we thought we would do a conversation. And it's going to be a conversation. All of our episodes conversations. (laughs) It's not a monologue. Around judgment. Judgment. This is going to be a really interesting topic. I love these ones, like the mental load and overwhelm judgment. Yeah. What feelings come up for you, Kirst, when you hear the word judgment? I am being doing a lot of work in this area, I feel, over the last... Mostly 2019. All right, tell us. And I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You've been doing a lot of work to um, understand the root of judgment or to become less judgmental or to judge, like what realm has, what does that look like for you? Good question. I have been, I've been doing a lot of emotional intelligence work and that has brought up a lot of self-judgment and so then I've been digging into that and I, th- I suppose it also just brings up the work that I've been doing has just made me be very reflective on my responsibilities mm-hmm. and other people's and the expectation I put on other people. Yeah. So I was having a conversation with a client the other day and she feels very judged by her family, by her community, by school parents, by, you know, everybody around her because she's got a child with special needs. So that brings with it a whole host of self-judgment mm-hmm. like what have I done to contribute to this why isn't my child you know like mm-hmm. I like I can't even begin to imagine 
the stuff that comes along with a child with special needs. Um, and so by no means am I putting myself in her shoes or try, or I do try to understand her, but I'm not comparing myself to her. But I thought it was really interesting because it brought up a topic, of, it brought up this topic of conversation around judgment. And I know that um, it's quite common, not just for parents with kids with special needs, but lots of people. And that decluttering as a process can bring up a lot of judgment ah. and a lot of self-judgment. So we thought it would be an interesting topic to discuss in relation to decluttering. Mm. I think that there's, um, that decluttering is often spurred by judgment, mm. self-judgment or judgment from others perceived or real. Yes. And that um, comparison mm -hmm. to, and I suppose that's what judgment is, isn't it? It's having some kind of a standard and then judging yourself against that standard. Or judging others against or ju that. Yeah, judging others against yeah. that standard. And so I think all of our clients have a level of this that they're dealing with. Um, and often it comes with when we're having a client discovery call, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. It's going to be the worst house you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. That self-judgment or the assumption that somebody else would judge. Yes. And I think one of the beautiful things is that both of us hear back from our clients is it was such a judgment-free relationship that we had. Such a judgment-free space was created because we don't have judgment. In fact, our judgment is good on you for choosing to develop in an area that you identified as you wanting to grow in. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. I also think that some of our clients may actually feel judged, even though that is not our intention mm. and it's not the heart that we bring to our work. And I think that that's where it becomes a bit, um, it's a bit tricky because they feel judged, but it's actually them judging themselves mm. and they're putting that on us. Can you explain that a bit further? So, is it perceived actions that we do that people are like, oh, that's judgy because we'd say, hey, do you really need this? Is a genuine question, not a judgment of excess. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. So when we're questioning, you know, we're questioning their excess because mm -hmm. that's what they're for. It is excess that we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, and yes. Um, so it is, and that is our job is to question, is to mm. say why. We've spoken about this before. We mm. are the toddlers in your life. Why, why, why? Tell me more. Why? Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> um, why? <laughs> so I think that that can somehow sometimes be perceived as judgment mm. and that's not our heart. Um, and so I think that there is some... Um, self-awareness that needs to come into this process uh -huh. when you're decluttering whether it's by yourself or whether it's with a professional organizer is doing that check uh -huh. like actually you know I feel judged by you and having that conversation and then that opens that conversation around well I'm sorry that you felt like that uh -huh. that was never my intention that you felt like that and this is actually my heart or this is what I meant or this is why I'm doing it. Like, and so that it opens that conversation of understanding mm. because you may feel judged by us by asking questions, 
but we're not asking them from a place of judgment. Yeah, that's right. It's actually out of a place of love. Yeah. Because what we've done when we've come in and, and whether you work with us or someone else is it's what do you want out of this space, that vision setting. Mm. And so then everything else is kind of the course correcting to get you back to that vision. And so there are lots of questions and there are double questions where it's like, do you need this? Yes. Do you really? Do you really, really? And that's that's not out of a place of judgment. So, Kirst, talk to me about some of the self-judgment that you see in some of your clients opposed to when other people are making judgment. Yeah, I. it's definitely self-judgment come, looks like uh, feeling really guilty over the excess that they've bought. Um, and I suppose, you know, even that word excess can be loaded <laughs> people can feel judged by judged by that too that you know they have excess and they're like no but we're going to use it all you know sometime in the future um yes you you could potentially but yeah anyway that's <laughs> now i'm overanalyzing everything <laughs> um yeah, I think that it is that self-judgment. Like, how did I let the house get to be like this? Mm. And how how come I can't be like you, Kirsty, or yeah. you, Amy? Like, why? Like, you're busy women with husbands that work, and you work full time, and you have children, and your houses aren't. There's that. Yeah, judging on one spectrum with no grace for all the other components that make up a life. Yes. And, you know, scrolling Instagram and Facebook and seeing, you know, seeing the best outtakes of somebody, you know, like the best of people's lives instead of realising that it is just just the showreel rather than the everyday. Um, And, yeah, just that whole I shouldn't have, uh, you know, I regretting past decisions. Mm -hmm. What about you? What self-judgment do you see in clients? I think there's a lot um, that self-judgment breeds shame and I think often it's the shame that we experience first and it's not until we dig in the shame that we find self-judgment and the shame is exactly what you said. Like how could I get my let my house get to this state? I don't let people come over anymore. I don't let girlfriends pop in. I hide, you know, what the spare room looks like and all these things that – is out of self-judgment that has caused shame, that has caused isolation. Like there's this flow-on effect that just compounds. And what I guess we want to do in this episode is just open up that conversation, ask some questions that could be helpful for you so that you can understand the unnecessariness of being so harsh on yourself. Yes. Yeah. And having that... um you know, I, I often hear with clients, they're like, but I'm so capable at work or I was so capable oh at work. Gosh, yes. But now I've had children and they've completely undone me. Yes. Yeah, they undo all of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, you're not unique. I love you. You are unique. You're created in a wonderful and amazing way. But this gig of parenting undoes all of us. Yeah. We are all undone by it. I think that's why that's the purpose of it. <laughs> Is to undo us and remake us. Yeah. That's not to say that people without children can't go through, you know, aren't aren't remade yeah. through their life. Yeah. Like that that's not to say we're any better or worse than you. Yeah. Like it's just the process of having children undoes and remakes us. Yeah. 
And so I wanted to encourage you that if you are somebody who was so capable and had everything together before you had children and now you're feeling like you can't even get breakfast on the table for yourself or you've let yourself go in whatever way that is, whether it be the house or your health or your fitness or that there's grace for you here Mm. and there's love for you here and my heart is breaking for you here. Oh, cursed. Um, that's out of love. <laughs> so much love. Tears of I love. I can't even talk. <laughs> that's okay because what we want to, what we want people to do is listen to this episode and be feeling those feels that you're having toward themselves. Like there's so much self love that needs to take the place where self judgment was. Yeah. And it's self acceptance and it's saying, you know what, I am not perfect but I'm doing my flipping best yeah. and there are areas where I'm going to need to reach out and get some help. And that's, that's, it's not just fine. That's necessary. Yeah. And I think that our society has really lost that, the art of community, you know, our, our parents didn't necessarily have to do everything by themselves. Some of them did. And, you know, and I think that it, you know, even our parents' generation, um, lost the art of community like it was probably lost by them Mm. and then we grew up in the in a community less environment and so we didn't know any better but our grandparents did life in community they and they didn't I don't think they had the self-judgment that we do yeah and they didn't have social media to compare themselves to and they didn't have you know there's you know not that it was a better day you know it's not saying that life was better back then but I, I just think that we have lost the art of, of being real and vulnerable with other people mm. and going, you know what, I need help yep. or, you know, I need to learn to love myself better. Can you please show me how beautiful I am mm. so I can start to see the picture that you're seeing of oh, me? Beautiful. So, and I, and I just, I think that we also take on board people's judgment of us mm-hmm. and there is always space for growing and learning and going you know what that that version that they're seeing of me might be ugly you know and I might need to change my behavior and I might but there's also a place for going you know what you know so what if my parents think that I'm a bad housewife yeah I actually don't care yeah like I am doing the best that I can yeah and if they want to come and help me, come and help me, but do so without judgment. Mm-hmm. And if they don't and they want to sit in judgment, then you can go do that and do it by yourself. Mm. Like just I think it's also I think that we need to learn the art of maybe we, we rename this episode the art of <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, the art of not giving us stuff what other people think of us Mm. and going whatever their judgment is of me it's a reflection of them not actually of me it's very hard to feel judged in an area that you don't judge yourself in yes very hard like if you were like oh amy you're so let me think of an area that i don't feel inept in (laughs) you're so organized you're so unorganized like I feel really confident in my ability to be organised. I don't have any self-judgment in that area. It's like water off a duck's back. 
But if you went for one of my pain points where I have self-judgment, I would magnify it. You would, you would just hint at judgment and I would be like, oh, my gosh, I'm the worst ever. I can't believe that blah, blah, blah. That happens in our relationship. It does. We are mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Sharp, sharp, <laughs> magnifying mirrors back and I, to and each I, other all the time. Yeah, and I say that because I know that, like, when you say something to me, I'm like, oh, cut to the quick. And then, and when I say stuff to you, you, you'll go to Cal, Cal, am I really like this? Yeah. And he'll go, yes, yes, you are. Or no, no, you're not. Like, so, but all that to say is that it is – wonderful to have um friends in your life who can speak truth and love to you but you need to start speaking truth and love to yourself Mm. as well and you need to realize that if somebody is placing judgment on you it is a reflection of whatever's going on with them you know like I it's not you don't have to take that on board and it is you it's what's coming up for them Mm. You know, so if they're jealous or if they're time poor or if they're, you know, you know, it's if they're feeling inept in their ability to declutter and then they place judgment on you and your housekeeping skills, then just turn it back and go, oh, okay, I'll be thinking about them and hoping and wishing them the best in their decluttering journey because actually their judgment on me is a reflection of whatever's going on with them. It's not actually a true and accurate reflection mm. of me, even That's, though it may be. Yes, you know, like, because judgment is not um, about your character. It What someone says in judgment or, you, you know, or thinks in judgment or you think about yourself does not need to define your character. It doesn't need to define who you are. So, yes, you might be someone with a cluttered house. That does not make you a slob. That yeah. makes you someone with a cluttered house. Yes. So... I think one of the encouragements we would have for you is to not allow the judgments you have for yourself to be about who you are and just acknowledge them. Yep, I'm not very good at time management. Not I'm tardy, I'm a bad friend, I always turn up late. I need some. I need to just get some skills in this because we're not born with that stuff. Some of us are more inclined toward it. We're not born with it, so... Yeah, when you look around your house and give yourself a label, just hear us going, nah, take it off, no judgment, Mm. and go find the skill in how to do it if you want to. Yeah. Or just go, I'm fine like this. I'm totally happy like this. I don't want to be, I don't want to know how to do my makeup perfectly. I'm happy to just be someone who's Walking around in Ugg boots. I've got Ugg boots on today. (laughs) If I was self-judgy about that then I would take everything to heart. But I'm like proud and wearing my Ugg boots because my feet were cold this morning. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and it's also uh, I think it is not having that same expectation. So I was talking to a client the other day and she was like, oh, I, you know, I made the kids clean up because I knew you were coming over. And I was like, don't do that. Like... Do it because you want them Mm. to clean up because it's your house and that's what you want from them, not because of me. Yeah. Like I don't care. This is your house. This is your space. If if it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother you. Don't let my 
And how do you know what bothers me or not? Like- That's right. Just because you're a professional organiser doesn't mean that you find um, one of the scenes that I thought was really cute in the Marie Kondo Netflix thing is when she says, I love clutter and just gets all excited about it because people assume we want to walk into their houses and see picture perfect. Actually, like a surgeon, we really love to see the transformation. Yes. And it excites us to come in when it's messy and help you put in systems and declutter to get it really well organised. Like we're constantly saying, do not tidy up before we come. Yes. Don't declutter before we come because then you're going to be frustrated because we're going to want to go messy. through another area. We're going to tip things on the floor and you'll be like, oh, well, I've just wasted four hours before you got here. Yeah. And we <laughs> – No and, judgment. And our and, – we always make things worse before we make them better. Oh, goodness, it yes. It always gets messier. It always gets more cluttered because we find the clutter that you've hidden. <laughs> like, <laughs> we find it. Yeah. You thought you could hide it from us. You can't. And there's no judgment in that. <laughs> and I feel like I want to say too, Kirst, to the people who have really, really wanted to hire us to come into their homes or to get one of our team or to get an organiser in their hometown. And the only single reason they have not done that is because they're worried about judgment. I just want to take that off you and go, there is no judgment. If there was judgment, we wouldn't be in this job. We're in this job because we want transformation. So if that's what's been holding you back... Get onto your phone, send us an email, hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and tell us and we will talk to you and we would love to come in and help you because we don't come with judgment. No. And we'll help you get rid of your judgment too. Yes. Yeah, that's just community service announcement there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We have some amazing sponsors that help the art of decluttering get on the air every single week. We're on every podcast app, we're on YouTube, and we're even on the inbuilt podcast player in every new Ford car. So if you want to reach our growing community, we would love you to come on board as a sponsor. If that's of interest to you, email hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and we will get our sponsorship kit straight out to you. 
Now back to the show. And this this client that I was working with, who we had decluttered a space and then her kids played in that space. And I was like, this is just evidence of the kids playing. Yeah. Like if you want them to clean up before they go to school, you ask them to clean up before they go to school. But if it doesn't bother you and you just want to do it at the end of the night or at the end of the week or once a month, like that is totally up to you. It's your house. It's your children. It's your your threshold of frustration, not my level, yeah. not, not my threshold. <laughs> yeah. So if you're happy for your kids to play and make a mess and leave it like that, then that is fine. Like that's what I'm like, please don't have expectations on me either. Like yeah. it's Don't judge that we're judgy. Yeah. Because we're not. We're really not. We're so not. We're so not. What do you do, Kirst, if someone actually verbalises their judgment? So if they come into your home or they look at your housekeeping skills or your parenting skills or whatever and they actually verbalise it, we assume most people keep that kind of judgment in their head. Oh, no, I know lots of people don't. Okay. So mums don't. On their kids? Grandmas don't. Yeah, sometimes. That's kind of true. Yeah. You don't always. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. (laughs) What do you do? Uh you I this is like I want to encourage people to just go right that's their own issues okay like it's not actually really just reflect that yeah just like let it go and go wow they must be having a bad day or something Mm -hmm. like it's not it's got nothing to do with Mm me yep like even if I am a bad housekeeper well you know like again you're not a bad housekeeper, you know, even if it's something that you're working on or something you don't want to work on. Like if it's something and even if it bothers you, do you know, like even if it's something that you're working really hard on, like then and you feel really frustrated that they've brought up something, you know, like what we were just talking about. Like Mm. I know exactly how to tick Amy off oh yeah we can push each other's buttons if we were being mean yeah which we don't want to do no um if we ever do we don't do it on purpose no do we Amy we are so good at reconciliation (laughs) I feel like we could do a whole episode on reconciliation like we're good at conflict management we're learning we're learning because we have to be with each other a lot (laughs) (laughs) so I think that um when a mum or a grandma or a friend comes in and judges you, you've just got to remember that it's a reflection of whatever's going on in their head and their hearts. Is there a space for taking it on as truth, if it is truth, and but not taking it on as judgment, taking it on as critical feedback? Is it ever critical? Is it? Is it? I'm ever... not saying it's intended that way. Like it can no, be intended as judgment. Yeah. But can someone walk in and say, um, "Wow, your house is now looking a bit hoarderish," and you go, "That's hurtful. That's judgment." Is there truth in that? Look around with fresh eyes. Oh, definitely. But you then get it, you are in charge of what you do with that judgment. So you're, because somebody, you're holding the power. Yeah, because gotcha. somebody could be judgmental. They could be an absolute right royal beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Like because we all have those people in 
we we all have people like that who we could invite into our homes. Some of us choose not to invite those people into our homes or into our lives altogether. But sometimes we can't help that. Sometimes they are the mother-in-law. Sometimes they are your mum. Like, and we, we still want to be in relationship with mm, them. Mm. So I think when that happens, you, you do need to do that reflection and go, well, is that statement true all the time? Is it true sometimes? You know, like, is it true of me mm-hmm. or is it just true of them? Yep. You know, and is, and what do I need to take on board? Because there's always times like, when we've been hurt in the past and we can totally learn from a really bad situation and we can reflect on that and take on board what we need to take on board and let go of the stuff that is absolutely not our responsibility to take on board. So, yes, if your mother-in-law comes in and judges you, you need to have grace for her and love her and show her respect. (laughs) But that may also mean going thanks mother-in-law I do not appreciate the way you speak about my home or my mothering let's not have that conversation Mm. ever again Mm. (laughs) so it can be putting boundaries in place and it can be going you know what I know I'm I'm going to have grace for myself today and I am going to not let that touch me because Mm. she's obviously got her own expectations of me and my house and they're not my expectations Mm. of me and my house. I feel like sometimes judgment can spur action. Yes. Like we talked about before, when you call one of us or you hire a PT or you do whatever you do, what, um, what's the positive feeling of judgment? Like, can you, is it motivation? Is it inspiration like what is that what is it what's the flip where you go from I feel judged I need to get my home organized what is that what's that other what's the word (laughs) great question Mm. because I feel like that's what we want to help people to take judgment and turn it into something Mm. but I don't and but this is what I'm questioning I just go I wonder if we do ever we sometimes we don't need to do anything with that. We don't need to flip it because but, we can let it roll off us. Yeah, but what about when the judgment is is valid. on something that well, the judgment's yeah. not valid, yeah. but the situation and the truth is valid? How do you take that from judgment to action? Is that just a matter of self-love and you know, aligning that back to your vision and why would I want to lose weight? tidy the house, be a better partner, work harder at my job, be a better person for the environment. Because yep. all of those things can start in judgment, That, but no productivity comes out of judgment. It'll come out of what? <laughs> I feel like there's a word or there's a, like I'm conjuring up that feeling inside of me and I don't have a word for it. Mm. Do you reckon there are people yelling at their phones right now? Yep. It's that word. That's what you mean. <laughs> I also. Uh, I, it might just be motivation. It might just be that. Yeah. Take, turning it into. Yeah. Using it for good. That's instead right. Instead of evil. Yeah. And and turning it from judgment. It's not taking the judgment and making the judgment work for good. No. It's taking the judgment and turning it into motivation and allowing the motivation to work for good. Yeah. And, and being reflective in that. 
yeah mindfulness and self-reflection yeah and going actually do I need to be motivated by that Mm. or yes I do need to be motivated by that like and and having that self-awareness and that self-reflection about do I need to take that on board Mm. like no I don't or actually yes I do and I do want to be better at whatever it is that they feel I'm Mm. lacking in Mm. so yes I will be motivated and but I will do it all in love. Mm, like, cause exactly. You, you want to be motivated. Yeah. You want to be motivated for the good for, for the for a good reason. Yeah. You want to love the environment. You want to love yourself. You want to love your partner. You want to love your home. Mm. You want to love your friends. You want to. You want it, your motivation to be love. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, we hope that this um, conversation has been helpful and that you feel less judged by us so if we ever get ranty on our podcast it's because we love you yeah and we want to motivate you it is the rants are not out of judgment yeah they're really not ever no I I I know that that's our heart I just I just hope that other people because as as I said like when we feel judged by other people that's a reflection of ourselves yeah. feeling judged yes. because some people don't mean judgment. No, that's right. Like this other day when my client said, I feel judged by you, that was not my intention. And I, and that it cut me to the quick. Cause I was like, I don't, I, I wasn't intending you to be feeling judged. Like that was never my motivation. That's never my heart. But it made me realize that it was a reflection on everything that she's feeling like she and I don't have control over how other people perceive me I don't have control over how other people react to me so I can do my best to show love and generosity and kindness but ultimately if somebody responds in a negative way it's out it's out of my control and that's why I wanted to flip it and go well if somebody's feeling judged and I think that there is that difference between actually being judged, like when your mother-in-law comes in and says blah, 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 mm-hmm. that's like you. Clear. It's very yeah. unambiguous yeah. judgment. But if you just feel judged by something and that's why I'm like, oh, I hope people don't feel judged feel because, again, that's their perception and we have no control over mm. it, but we do have control over how we speak and what we say and so we want you to feel no judgment from this podcast we want you to feel motivated and encouraged and that you have grace and freedom and just our wholehearted love for you (laughs) amy's just laughing at me because i'm like i'm just smiling i'm smiling i love it i think it's a great i'm really glad we did this episode me too okay we have a beautiful review from mrs piperitis I hope that's how you mean it. I hope that's how you mean it to be read. So as I remember coming across this podcast when it was first released, that was over two years ago, Amy, and thinking, great, maybe I'll learn one or two tips and I'll listen as I declutter my wardrobe. Thinking I already knew everything about organising and decluttering, I thought to myself, how on earth are they going to make a series of podcasts on this? Boy, was I wrong. Yes, you were, Mrs. Piperitis. <laughs> the girls have continued to create episodes about places and topics I didn't even think could be organised and they've continued to teach and provide me with new tips 
and motivation. There's the word. Every time I tune in, as well as lots of laughs and tears maybe today, along with me. I wouldn't have been able to survive in our humble two-bedroom unit with three kids under four, or three kids aged four and under without this podcast. Thank you, girls, and I'm sorry this review is way overdue. Nothing to be sorry for, Mrs. Piper. No judgment. There's no judgment. (laughs) It came in perfect timing, and everything you do is... Perfect. If you're looking for an episode to listen to after this, we want to recommend episode 52 called Grace and Freedom. Um, That was another one of our favourites on a similar line of thinking and heart to this one. So we hope you've enjoyed. We can't wait to hang with you next week. We'll see you then. I'll try not to cry next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.